we, I, we did it. Eddie, where we are you? We did it. We did it. I'm here. Did Eddie, you see? Did you see shaved us right before this? Yeah, I looked us. like I was in in uh, pre-K to kindergarten. Pe- people go, "What are they going to record a new intro?" And my first thought is, "There's a pandemic. Maybe after." There you That'd go, be, dude. We're live f- for the first time in the podcast ever. I can stand up. I can walk around. These are freedoms I don't ordinarily allow Eddie to do. Look at the, whoa, you got Look the denim that. shorts. You got some splits yeah, on those man. boys? Oh, man. Uh, sometimes, you know, I got a couple of pairs that I've been, I split them every once in a while and I got to get a new one. Yeah, I go up through about two to four a week, you know, just practicing. But Yeah, Old Navy, uh, trustworthy until they split right in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, boys, we're back. Welcome in here. Now, this is you're, – you're doing a 3D tour of our home. You can look around. If you look on your phone right now – say 3D? Yeah, you can move the screen around, and you guys can be in our house here. So can, if they move their screen around, it's still going to be a flat 2D image. So what we're doing is just a regular stream – Yep, three D. Where if you can, so, if you're on desktop, you can pick up your monitor. I don't know if you know this technology exists yet. You can pick it up and move it around, and you'll be in my room right now. Okay, so, so if they're picking it up and moving it around, you will stay static on that screen. So are you suggesting that the room is on a swivel, and as they turn, you and the whole room <laughs> turns with the monitor? There's only going to be static if they unplug the cord, and then there's <laughs> the fuzz. <laughs> Uh, all right well hey we're back boys we're in here yeah we uh we are doing our first live podcast ever uh vidcon asked us to do this and i don't know why because we don't do anything significant but i appreciate them doing this for us a bunch of sweethearts they're looking out for those mom and pop podcasts like us from down the street i'm the mom and gus is the pop nice dude I got my pop shirts on right now. I'm feeling all Hawaiian-y. It's not as hot here anymore. Thank God. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm not burning up like the last podcast episode. Mm-hmm. I actually put on a sweatshirt before this. Um, I was, dude, I was dying. I finally got, oh, by the way, I had, um, I mentioned this to you, uh, but not on the podcast before. It was extra hot in my place because they're, uh, the stream room, which I'm in now, uh, which used to be Gus's bedroom, the window on it has like a lower part of the window that you can, you can open like it's, I don't even know what, what kind of way would you describe the way you open that? Very badly. It just, it goes like down and not yeah. out and it goes towards you. And so I was like, oh, I didn't know there's this part of the window. And I opened it very gently. And when I went to put it back, it was then too tall to close. Like the metal kept clanking against the metal of the rest of the window. Yeah. So it was open and I called our, our uh, maintenance guy to come here. And when he got here yesterday, one, he comes with no tools and he comes in and I'm like, Hey, yeah. Um, I just like my roommate just left this room. I opened it, this, this window. And then after that, like it just wouldn't close. And he walks over and he goes, huh? Yeah. You must've bent it. And I'm like, I, what? I mean, I opened it really gently. I just, it was the first time I ever opened it and it wouldn't close. And he just goes, yeah. What'd you, would you yank this really hard open? And I go, no, I just, I just opened it really gently. Like it just, it just happened. And he was just like treating me like I was a kid. And then he fixed it and he goes like, all right, it's fixed. Don't open that again or it won't close. And it's like, I know, man. Like, yeah. come on. It's just like, he was so mean to me. And it's like, man, I'm doing my best. I He's a mean, strong man. What the heck? Did he also <laughs> fix all the pee that I left on the walls before I evacuated that room? I had this room deep cleaned. Um, oh. Just because I actually, I had the carpets cleaned just because 
I didn't, you know, I didn't, you, you slept here for two years and uh, I just, I just needed to make this not in my brain be the, the spot that you slept for two years where I'm sitting right now. That's good. That's a good idea. You got to cleanse it of my pee and my presence. Yeah. I will there's... haunt that room. Do you have to be dead to haunt an area or can I yes. like, yes, what? That's so fucking lame. Why? Be, what, how are you going to haunt the room now? I guess I'm you're gonna... here. I guess you're in the room. There's yeah. a presence Urgh. of you. Ah, okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I think twice before just moving on with your life. <laughs> I'm going to haunt fucking everything. Dude, honestly, this like this setup for the podcast, I, I still, we need the other set, but this is also just like the same exact setup we've pretty much been doing. Yep, it seems like it, baby. whatever way we try and do the podcast, it really just boils down to me and you talking and that's it. You that's know all I mean? we need. That's it's a pure art form, Eddie. We don't need tools or instruments. We are our own artists and musicians. Well, we need microphones for no, sure. No, not even that. I've been yelling just and loud cameras. this whole time. I've just been headphones. drawing every frame of the podcast and sending that into Tony. So yeah, what really happens is when somebody clicks play on the podcast, we're doing it live. We're just talking so loud that you can hear us in your home. And I'm just fucking like Matt grinning, just <laughs> running through and just animating the hell out of it. <laughs> You're animating the video the whole time. Yeah, and we can like, hear each other because we're just being so loud. We don't yeah, need headphones. You like you know that that clip from Wallace and Gromit when Gromit is just laying down the train tracks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me every time the podcast comes out. My, every Monday sucks for me. That's why we keep pushing to Tuesday because yeah. I keep getting carpal tunnel from drawing too quickly. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, that's the goddamn bit. Where um, things are things are better now, dude. It's not as fucking hot anymore. I got my life back here. Yeah, I really. I mean, I can't describe how much of a baby I am when it gets too hot and I get mm-hmm. too sweaty. I just it ruins everything for me, and I don't understand how people live in Arizona. That's I just don't where they're like, hey, did you hear that? Like some parts of cars melt, and it's like, well, I'm not going there ever. Then why are we why are we habitating in that area? That doesn't sound so smart. What you have a, a home and a family there? Move. Oh, I'm mean, sorry. Ooh, the local agriculture. My family has roots here for 300 years. Fuck it's off. Hot. Get out Leave. of here. It's kind of sweaty. Go to Vancouver, <laughs> idiot. Dude, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I get so, I, it's something in my body like shuts down. There was that one time where when we first moved out here, it was like the week we moved out while, while we did the road trip and, and my friends were still there when we went to Universal. Uh-huh. And I think, what was it, like 95 that day? And I remember we were getting tickets and I was like, I'm already really sweaty. So I just need to accept I'm going to be sweaty and there's nothing I can do about it for like six hours Mm. when we got back i was like so dehydrated and like baked by the sun it was so bad Mm -hmm. god fuck that noise dude i will tell you though i don't know if i gave you credit for this shit you gotta tell me i love getting credit let's hear it i'll give you all the credit you have you have turned me on to the world of t-shirtless sweatshirts now right it's so comfortable why are we wasting our time with a shirt under the sweatshirt unless i understand if you're going out and it's cold out but then it's going to be warm inside. That's the only time you should be wearing a shirt under your sweatshirt. Somebody's like, well, what if you like, isn't that kind of gross? I wear deodorant. It's the same as a long sleeve shirt. It's the same thing. Now there was those insane kids in elementary school that would wear a hoodie with no shirt under it. That's crazy. Don't ever do that. Does zip up hoodie with no shirt. The cold zipper against your oh. chest. That'd be ripping chest hair out of me left and right. Or I Plus guess middle running, and middle. Just that's <laughs> grazing the nippies as you run too. Just 
doing my sprints and my zip up. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's the perfect for around the house because you get to be cozy. There's no fabric bunching up. That's, that's true. my my least favorite thing is when you're you're going to lounge and you got a t-shirt that's slightly a little too tight, and so you got to do that little yank. That's uh, why yank uh, is no good. That's why TC Tuggers was such a great idea. From I think you should leave. Honestly, it saved us all. Um, I and the only thing that I hate about that whole fucking setup though is like when you sweat and you don't uh-huh. have a t-shirt on, it is so much more uncomfortable when you feel it. Because I personally like I like wearing the big baggy kind of sweatshirts, you know. Mm, yeah. And I you feel it going yeah. down your arm, and I'm just like yeah. Feels yeah. like a little caterpillar going down. I don't like that. Well, the one thing, and I see you're rocking it now too, is I'm going heavy into to button up Hawaiian shirts. It yep. is the it, there's a reason that they were popular before. It's because they are the most anti sweat thing you could possibly wear. It's so they're so great, dude. That's mm-hmm. and ne- next time, anytime I have something that I need to go do and it's hot out. I'm throwing on one of those. I'm, I'm not wasting my time with a t-shirt where it's a little tight on the armpit. Just Mm-mm. begging for me to sweat the whole time. Oh, you even get a little bit of a darker one like that. You can't see the little pit stains. Might, re- might as well rename it the Gus and Sweaty Podcast. Exactly. The gross and sweaty more like it. <laughs> oh, man. We are, we are on it today. I just Not unplugged something. Legends. I unplugged Whatever. my headphones when I said we are on it today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why I, I you want to hit up my a... sense of inhibitions uh are you gonna say that we should hit up some freaking preguntas perhaps that's what that was what i was gonna say yes okay uh i just want to translate i don't want to leave anybody out of this one that's questions in case you're not familiar that's questions in english so that's uh preguntas uh i guess it's spanish it's questions in spanish oh sorry i just every language is floating through my head i'm like the goddamn uh rosetta stone here so <laughs> It's hard to it's hard to nail me down, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. You're always speaking different languages and I'm like, "Gus, I only speak English. I can't understand you." <laughs> I'm speaking in like tongues from like 7,000 years ago and shit. <laughs> Eddie can't understand me at all. Uh, anyway, follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burbeck and at Gus Buckets. I don't have Gus Johnson yet. The plight continues, and we will we will solve your life. We will answer your questions and make everything better I'll for solve you. Solve your life. Yeah, listen, it's not an easy feat, guy. You're lucky yeah. that we're even we're trying to solve your life. We're we're taping it back together at this. The point. fact that we'll even hear you out is a gift to you. Yeah, it's you're lucky I'm not retching right now, dude. <laughs> anyway, at Hot Figgity says uh, if a dairy product would be uh, was to be eliminated from existence forever what should it be cottage cheese yes fuck cottage cheese all my homies hate cottage cheese fuck that shit my my dad loves cottage cheese and that's fine he can he can he'll find a new food that's the only person i know that likes cottage cheese i don't understand how like we as a humanity got to the point where we not only invented cottage cheese but then we're like we're gonna eat this shit all the time this stuff is really good that's what bothers me with dairy po- products is it seems like every step of the way became a product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every step, it usually it's like there's, there's a start and finish, but all in the middle, we're just like, that's a product and that's a product. Oh. And, that's, and it's like, if you, hey, if you want cottage cheese, may I suggest, let's just switch to yogurt and just leave it behind because just that's get it. gross. I don't, it's like cottage cheese is like chawed up, a little mozzarella stuff come and water. That's all that's in it. It's just the work. <laughs> the consistency's gross. It's bad cold. It's bad hot. It tastes just like punky old pizza cheese. Ugh. Also, terrible name. 
Cottage cheese? What the fuck? That shouldn't be in the cheese category as far as I'm concerned. Also, every other name for cheeses. Like, imagine if they're, imagine you're at a dinner party and they pull up a, a mysterious bowl of goop and yeah. they go, this is two-bedroom apartment cheese. <laughs> you eating that thing? No. Not a chance. Hey, would you like some Airbnb? brie? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I hate it. <laughs> wee wee on that one there. No, dude, I, I was never a cottage cheese guy. My grandma would always give me that shit whenever I go to her house, and I just have to limp it down. Fuck I just that have noise. to whip it at the wall. Just fucking start over, grandma. God With damn it. With a spoon. Ping. Right off the- <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to do that shit. You'd see it in, like, movies or whatever, and I don't have – I have a can opener here. I don't know why I have this here. Uh, but the kids would always Wait, just, like – Wait, hold on. I know you said I don't know why you have this here. That is your desk where you stream and you do a business. Why is there a can opener at your desk? It's a can opener, Eddie. I need. Oh, I remember. I opened a spotted cow with it because I lost my okay. bottle cap. I couldn't say go Cubbies with yours anymore. I got you. I got. I have a bunch of uh, extra um, of those stainless steel uh, bottle openers. If you want one of them, I got like a stack of five of them. Do I have to say go, go Cubbies when I use it though? Or Th- like- those those aren't. Uh, that's not the Cubs one that I have. So no but maybe I'll print out a cub sticker and put it on there. That's for okay. You. you don't have to do that. I'll for the people listening, I am not. I mean, I guess I'm a Cubs fan because I'm from Chicago, but I don't really follow them. But I force everyone to say go Cubbies because my keys, I don't have my keys in here. My keys have a little uh, Cubs bottle opener on them because uh, uh, my mom gave it to me as a gift before I moved to Los Angeles. That's the smart um, stuff. So I force people to say things. Uh, <laughs> it's just but, easy in this business. Yes. Is that um, uh, also there's a mysterious, is there that a Drano bottle behind your oh, couch? Yep, that's some Drano, baby. I got some Drano in the kitchen. Um, Do you know what I was you're... doing with this, Eddie? No joke. I'm clearing drains. I was not clearing drains. I got this what? at the top of quarantine uh, and, and I didn't get any dumbbells. So I was using this Drano for some Gano and I was just going like this. Wait. You could have ordered dumbbells at any point during quarantine. But think of all the money I saved and, and the potential. How heavy is it? Um, well, it's 80-ounce value size, and it's great on tough hair and clogs guaranteed, so it's probably at least four or five pounds. <laughs> probably like 50, 60 pounds that have been curling. How do, I guess I, I keep thinking I'm on fucking Twitch. I was going to say, chat, how much does 80 ounces of Drano weigh? <laughs> Dude, I've noticed that with your streams. You, you uh, give it to your chat to Google things for you so frequently in your streams. You yep. just like send them out to do things so often. Eddie, I've put in five years of work to get to where I am. I am. Do you think I can do my own Google searches at this you- point? Frequently on the podcast, you're the one that does the Google searches for us. I'm actually Googling this right now, too. How much does 80, and I spelled that out, not the numbers, and ounces. I spelled all that out as well. How much does 80 ounces of Drano weigh? Or just 80 ounces weigh, right? Well, because what if it's got a thicker viscosity? That's true. That's true. That's true. How much does 8 ounces? (laughs) I asked how much does 80 ounces of Drano weigh, and it said... I think you mean how much does eight ounces of Drano weigh? Let's start (laughs) there. It's like, no, I don't. And now I click that and it says, how much does eight ounces of water weigh? Okay, so eight ounces of water weighs. I don't, I convert it to just inches and pounds and shit. Mm. I'm too dumb. Um, 
Eh, well, fucking, I don't know, 20 ounces. It's heavy, Eddie. I'm getting cut. Okay. It's Drano. You're getting cut. You're getting cut. I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't Did have said anything. Did you see my questions. Gano's yet? Did I tell you about my Gano's? You should really draw over it and put Gano there. <laughs> I really should. Gano. <laughs> Gano, Gano, Max guy here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to hit right. the next question on here? All right, I got another pregunta here for you. Okay, right here. You reading it off the, the side here? Because we got one ready. Oh, okay. Oh, yo, you got one on the side that's that's hot. Yeah, it's, it's open the chat up. We got it right after the dairy one. It's from uh, Sophia. Uh, do you think the type of content you both create will change drastically after the pandemic? Ooh. Honestly, I, I think um, we're both motivated to keep trying, like, changing our shit in different ways, like, but, or, like, in trying to build off of it, but not really, I'd say. I mean, I think one thing you and I both want to do is get back to filming like sketch stuff together again. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. a lot more just kind of like loose shit, like the, like the potato chip boys or like mm-hmm. that Lincoln one that we did. But honestly, I don't like, as far as like content we're uploading, I will always want to be changing and improving, but I don't think I'm going to like switch to vlogs when we get out of this. Yeah, no way. Yeah. If, if anything, just an increase in those kind of like buddy fucking around ones. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm be so blue balled on my boys all damn year that I'm going <laughs> to want to make some memes with them. Yeah. Potato chip boys two confirmed. We're, we yes. just Netflix ordered series uh, two through nine. So we're going to have to fill out <laughs> that whole season there. It's going to get really bad around season six. And during the series six and then around nine people are going to go, it actually got kind of good, but you're not going to watch it. So that's, that's pretty true. much the path that we're going to be on. That's true. If you, the people are like, if you just get through like seasons one through three, seasons four and five really open up a that's potato the thing. chip boys. There's one, there, you get one season of a bad, uh, one that's it. okay season and that's it. And that's all I would ask of somebody is, hey, the first season is okay. After that, it's really good. Well, that's what you told me too for one of your favorite shows, the, the HBO leftovers. one, The Leftovers. No one will watch yeah. The Leftovers, except one person when I was streaming was like, hey, I watched The Leftovers and it's my new favorite show. I was like, thank you. I have one person. I I quite literally had a close friend in college tell me you should get into Supernatural, but the first three seasons are like kind of boring. They're but not the fourth season, but like again, like me knowing nothing, it's yeah. like you're asking me to watch three seasons of a yeah. show I haven't seen yet, and you say and it's there's bad. A, there's a chance Supernatural is 24 episodes a season. Yeah, that's when you see when it's a 20. It's not a 12 or like 10 to 12 episode one two. It's like, are you? Is this a joke? Like, yeah. Do you really expect me to watch all this? Dude, you know what I was forgetting was how many episodes of The Office, because I'm a piece of shit. I gave in, Eddie. I'm just watching Old Office again when I go to sleep. <laughs> but I, I forgot how many, like, 45-minute-plus episodes there were in kind of the early and mid-seasons and shit. Wait, like, they four, just have oh, these double-wide like, episodes. Are you talking about, like, the like the Benihana episode, shit like that? Like, the kind of combination ones? Or? Well, they got full ones where they're marked as, like, 45 minutes long and stuff. One episode what? is 45 minutes? Let me pull that bitch right that. up right now. I believe you. I'm just... Uh, Why did I... Okay, I literally typed in lay office. Not even the oh, office. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm just so lay rage, random. Rage comic Gus Johnson. Oh, my God. Right, oh, by the way, got... chat says five pounds on the Drano. Thank you uh, for bringing that to our attention. Good. Thank you. That, that means it is an industry standard. Uh, of course. That's, that's Jack LaLanne approved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somebody says, uh, I've gotten up to season four. How come the episodes are suddenly 40 minutes? Does it continue this way? And then somebody on Reddit says, nah, they've got a couple. And then they start going down season five. Okay. Wait, season five. I don't even know what the fuck people are talking about at this point here. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe episode five. 
I guess what I'm trying to say is the uh, Office is not honestly that good of a show, so <laughs> should probably just even stop watching it. Yeah, I, I hear you. Every, everyone should just immediately stop watching The Office. I got one here right for you, Eddie. You yep. ready for this? Yeah. Okay. At Bing.com, LOL, <laughs> said, if you could say one thing to everyone on earth and they had to accept it as truth, what would you say? Um, shit. Is, are we doing funny answer or real answer? Oh, well, every answer I've ever given on the podcast is a real answer, so I'll probably stay in that vein. I think if, if, we're, if we're just messing around, I would tell everybody that I was 40 feet tall. Damn. But they look, they look me in the eyes when I talk, so if, since they believe it, will I be face-to-face with somebody and they'll be, just be shouting at the yeah. ceiling? Like, <laughs> or like every time I get in somewhere, they're going to be like, what? You got to leave. You're going to break the ceiling. How did you get in here? <laughs> Who let you in? Dude, I, that would be so weird if you told them and they had to accept it as universal truth and it directly went against like the laws of physics yeah, and stuff. It's like they have to accept it like it's real. You could, with that dumb shit posty answer, you could go into it like, ha ha. What if it literally destroyed the entire world? Because they like, just like can't understand how I would fit into small spaces. It's a complete anomaly. Like all science would be disproven if it's here's, just like. Th- here's where it screw me over, right? So I'm walking down the street and I'm now globally famous for being the 40 foot tall man, right? Yep. That's what yep. they call me. They don't call me Eddie anymore. They call me the 40, they call me the 40 foot freak. That's Good. what my name is. The 40 and, foot freak. And I'm, I'm walking past a burning building and some woman goes, help. My, my, my son is up in the building and they all go, good thing he's here. He can reach the window. And I'm like, I, but I can't. And they're like, yeah. Yes, you can. You're standing next to the window. Why aren't Meanwhile, you doing it? I'm tiny. He's way up here. Not tiny. I'm my regular height, six feet. But um, he's like, he's way up there. I'm like, uh, uh, like I can't. And they're like, you're, you're not even trying. You're not even trying. And I'm like, I'm right. I'm sorry. And so that's where then um, I get uh, put in prison, probably. That's true. It's like the Seinfeld thing where if you don't help people in need, you go to prison. It's just Here's like, dude. Thing, they put me in prison they're going to put me in a giant cell. So that's a, that's real estate wise. That's pretty great. That's if you're true. Be put in prison. They're going to put enormous. me in a giant one. And then uh, they're going to, every day they're going to be like, he only used like a, like a small, a 40 or, I mean, I guess a small bit of the sheets. I don't understand like how he kept the, the rest. So perfect. Uh, how are his know. turds not breaking the toilet every <laughs> time he uses it? What they would the give heck? me so much food to, <laughs> Yeah, they would be hooking in like you would just hear the like metal grate slide open and like an entire a, a, like a lamb goat. shank. Yeah, <laughs> on a chain. It's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> and you're not eating them, so pretty soon it's just you in a giant room with like 70 goats running around. Man, dude, this is so stupid. <laughs> I whoever um, was the person that that wait, it had says, the uh, wait, quick, what's up? audience is asking for a little more mic volume. Oh it's shit. Some, for oh, both of us or is that everybody are we good now or check check um, check i i just don't know i spotted it now sorry to throw a wrench in that um but also uh what were you saying oh i was just gonna say whoever is the guy that invented the idea of just feeding the dinosaurs in jurassic park like a goat on a chain or a cow on a chain like what great movie imagery like that like yeah. I, I i love that every time you watch it and then the mm-hmm. goat gets chomped 
I'm yeah, a big goat guy, so I like know. Throwing like uh, cuts of salami in there or something like that. If you had to feed the T-Rex with like cuts of salami, you'd have to get one of those like like money guns, but with salami just to feed them enough. <laughs> yeah. Constant cold cuts. Oh, All right. Man. I got another very important one here for you. Let's okay. At Anthony Lanuzzi says, so my girlfriend and I have a very happy and healthy relationship, but this morning she delivered some horrible news. She reheats soup on a stove as opposed to a microwave. It takes up so much more time and it cooks the soup beyond what's necessary. Plus you run the risk of losing or even burning some of the soup at the bottom of the pot. What should I do? Wait and see if she changes her soup wasting ways or just break it off now before entire bowls worth are lost. Listen, I'm going to, usually we have very strong food opinions, I got no opinion on soup gate. I'll tell you nothing. Nothing shakes any anger loose for me. You can heat up soup however you want. I don't really, that's not one where I'm like, what the hell? Listen, I'm dying on this hill. People overuse their stove. You don't need to overuse this fucking stove. It's mm. what do you want? Hot soup? You already think you got some goddamn five-star dining? No, I guarantee you're reheating a bowl of Campbell's Progresso that you didn't finish at lunch, Debbie. Just put it in the goddamn <laughs> microwave. Put it in a Pyrex bowl. Put it in there for a minute and a half. Get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Soup pan, get out of here. Yeah, I'm going to grab one from the chat here. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Cody P. Rogers said, Eddie, you signed my knees in Irvine, and the Whoa. dang shower took my potential tattoo away. Can you send me a replacement knee? Uh, <laughs> no, I cannot, Cody, but if you're at the next, uh, when the pandemic's over, the next event, I will absolutely sign your knee again if you're going to get it tattooed. Dude, <laughs> I got a, you can use this. Look at right here. Dude, how do you it feel? It functions like a knee. <laughs> how have you gotten? Because I know there's there's less of like more of a symbol for your channel, you know. Because like I got yeah. the yikes thing. Have you you've gotten some tattoos sent to you though, right? I have gotten some tattoos sent to me. the The best ones are when it's like a reference to a video where it could stand on its own. Right. Like I'm thinking five, 10, 20 years ahead, you know, right, somebody's right, got right. pillow guy on their chest. It's like, what are you going to explain to people? Wait, is that a thing? Or are you just saying that? As an that example? is a, please don't anybody do that. Yeah. Hard yeah. pass on that one. But like, awesome. I had like somebody come up to me at a live show that said, Hey, I just got this ink done this week. And like, it was a small, like thin tattoo of like the briefcase with tape decks with the tape deck in right. it from like the first, my yard. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's Cause cool it's like, one. it's a cool reference. And it just looks like a cool, like, like set of cassettes right there you know yeah it's weird it's like i i would always see you know when we watch before people have uh like what they felt about people getting tattoos i think one i, I think it's cool but there is an odd feeling where it's like there's something that i a concept i came up with that is permanently on somebody's body now and they yeah. have to go through uh trouble and pain to take it away like so. And, and it, especially knowing the behind the scenes, it's like, I know I came up with this idea when I was like drinking warm beer and like, just like pissing away at a video game. Like, oh, wouldn't yeah. it be funny if I did that? And then someone <laughs> put it on their body yeah. forever. <laughs> like, don't, that scares me. Like, if you want to do it, I I'm flattered. I'm not a tattoo person myself. So I personally, like, I, it's not even in my head to even be thinking, what would I tattoo on myself? So it's mm -hmm. just like, it doesn't make me go, but I'm just like, that ain't for me, but I'm flattered. Thanks for putting mm -hmm. that on your body. Um, all right. You want to hit up another the, uh, the audience? Oh yeah. First of all, in chat here, the audience wants you to say pickle to prove this is live. This is live. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, did they, they didn't believe us? Oh yeah. This is just, we're, we're flippantly responding. This is all pre uh, recorded. Eddie, yeah, let's just pick up page 25. 
That's why I'm seeing. Um, oh wait, we're flipping to page twenty-five. Shit, I thought we were on twenty-three. <laughs> um, I that was the whole. Yeah, it's like, right after the third poop joke. Okay, um, forty foot tall. Uh, um, wait, I was too back. That's uh, Gano, uh, Max Guy. Yeah, uh, Max Guy. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, yeah, that's why I'm seeing some of the because I think the questions we got uh, on the right are directly the chat that's watching right mm-hmm. now. Let's do um, it. So if you could pitch a show to Adult Swim, wait, this is from um, uh, Big Gay Energy underscore. If you could yeah. pitch uh, a show to Adult Swim, what would be the premise? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, I, a, do, I do have an actual show that I, yeah, I don't am pitching to Adult Swim, so I won't like, tell that. Pitch stuff, yeah. Um, um, if we're talking... I mean, I, dude, I don't really know. That's one where I actually don't want to reveal shit. That's, we, that's one where it's really like, well, I could question. tell you. Yeah, it's a great yeah. question. It's just like, thanks for asking that. I have something in the back of my mind. I'm sure Eddie does as well. Yeah. And uh, um, so let's say I would I would pitch. Um, I'd get in a time machine. and I'd pitch Rick and Morty a day before Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon did their pitch to Adult Swim. That's a good idea. Yeah. And so then you, you're even doing Justin Roiland's voice. Ah, I don't know. Like just yeah. clearly <laughs> trying to do his voice and stuff. And it's already in a video on YouTube, the concept of it. And I'll just be like, hey, man, came to me in a dream. I don't really know what the, to tell you. <laughs> just whatever. My only stipulation is I'm changing it to Richie and Michael, the guy. Just, <laughs> just so it's kind of close, but a little bit off too. I don't know, Richie. <laughs> Richie? Come on, Michael, the guy. <laughs> Michael, just- Richie. Pickle Richie. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to the Gus and Eddie podcast. Just want to stop real quick and tell you that today's episode is brought to us by Mac Weldon. Thank you, Mac Weldon, for sponsoring today's episode. Listen, Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Listen, Mac Weldon does indeed offer industry leading underwear, but they're so much more than just an underwear company. Get it through your thick skull, you guy. Listen, they're really a one stop shop for men's basics of all kinds. They're basics like socks, shirts, hoodies, underwear, Vesper polos, and four way active shorts. They really are the longest lasting, highest quality items on the market. Listen, let me tell you right now, okay? I own a few pairs of Mack Weldon underwear. They're exceptionally comfortable. I feel like I can run and my thighs don't chafe together. They they wick away perspiration. You hear that? Wick away, just like that. They're really fantastic products, okay? Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping, okay? Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you'll ever wear. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. I mean, how do how do you say that? Antimicrobial? I don't know. They mean it means that they eliminate odor, guy. Okay. So listen here. The folks at Mac Weldon have even created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level one gets you free shipping for life, and once you reach level two by spending 200 bucks, Mac Weldon will start giving you 20% off every order for the next year. Please check out the link in the description down below or go to uh, MacWeldon.com slash Gus and Eddie for 20% off your first order. Enter promo code Gus and Eddie as well. Again, visit MacWeldon.com slash Gus and Eddie. Enter promo code Gus and Eddie. You're going to get 20% off your first order. The website's very sleek, easy to use. You can check it out in the description down below. Thank you so much, Mac Weldon, for sponsoring. Now go get, go finish the episode. I don't want to talk to you. Go away. All right. Uh, here's what we got. I got another one on the chat here. Uh, Dylan 
Malay said, well, who is a dream guest you would want to join the podcast in the future, either in this online format or in person when it is safe to do so? So I think we used to always say kind of our nervous one that would freak us out would be Chappelle. But yeah. I recently saw in a comment, which somebody was right for, I think the absolute dream guest for me and you, like meeting for exactly who we'd want yep. is Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I knew Conan would that. be yeah. the absolute number one best guest we could ever have on the podcast. And I don't know how I would just be like, I love you thoughts. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I would love, dude, that'd be insane if we got, got to talk to Conan. That'd be good. Or Andy too. I yeah, no, I love, love Andy. Andy. So goddamn hilarious. I, other dream guests. If we're talking just like non YouTube people, uh, obviously like John Mulaney, I would love to have on. These That'd be are awesome. Major guests that will never come on our show. But if we're talking dream guests, yeah, Jack Black is one we want. Um, because mm -hmm. uh, Jablinski looks fucking awesome, and so he does do YouTube stuff. That would be awesome. I would like, this is, I, I, in a similar intimidation vein, like this is different from the Chappelle thing. Cause I feel intimidated if for any reason Chappelle would be on. Cause it's like, no matter how nice he would, I would know he wouldn't give a fuck about us or the program. And I Same wouldn't blame him David. for, yep, exactly. It's, it's I like, know both don't of them blame would, me for a second. Yeah. Both of them would be like, ah, I'm just here for this YouTube thing. And I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of other ones, a lot of the other dream guests we said would think that, but I would be more intimidated by the thoughts of those two men. <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And it's like, we hold them in such enormous regard and they are such clever people too. Yeah. Um, in a similar, or, or, or in the similar sense where that I'd be intimidated, but for different reasons, uh, I, it would be cool to have like the trailer park boys on would mm -hmm. be fucking rad. But I would feel intimidated because it's like, I'm a big fan of all their shit. And typically when they do these performance or like, guests and stuff they're typically in performance mode as their characters and stuff ah, you know okay. so it's like i would be like i i don't want to like wreck a bit and i don't know how much is too much and you know right. like it's just a lot of overthinking yeah. on it but also any of the always sunny cast we would love to that oh yeah like, those that's just a couple of uh, dream people i'm sure later i'll be like shit i forgot yeah. Uh, oh, no, my uncle. Uh, T-Pain would be good. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got one here at Dan Dan boy 97 asks cartoon crushes from when you were a kid. I always had a crush on poison Ivy from Batman, the animated series. Understood. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Uh, uh, Sandy Cheeks, for one. When, in the episode <laughs> where she's hibernating. <laughs> she's fucking <laughs> Um. Uh, I think that the classic for our age group is uh, Lola Bunny did a lot for a lot of people. <laughs> Lola Bunny did do some action. That's very true. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. The uh, Archibald Asparagus from VeggieTales always had that kind of sexy dominatrix kind of. I think so. I, th I agree. You know, I get it every time. I think they had an episode about that, actually. It was really in depth. <laughs> they did. It was just, uh, it was just Larry the cucumber trying to spar Archibald's advances in the kitchen for like forty-five minutes straight, and he's trying to give a lesson about God or some shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, here's another one from the uh, live chat. Here, McKenna asks: Instead of just getting dressed normally, my brother will just put a shirt over the one <laughs> he slept in. Hold this, on. This wait, no. This goes further. This often leads to him wearing two to three shirts at once. He insists it's normal, but I disagree. Who's right? <laughs> How do people do this shit, man? Like, I don't. How, does he think he's just molting overnight? Like, you gotta take the last one off. You can't just keep adding layers, guy. He's doing like the t-shirt 
challenge, like the layer challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, I hear that stuff and it's like, but don't you, doesn't you, your human body get uncomfortable? <laughs> like, I would assume so. I hear that and it's like, what, what wires are crossed where that doesn't feel weird? You know what I mean? I like don't that, understand it. I feel like you, okay, let's say you drop your phone on the ground. You got three layers of shirts for the bend. It's not stopping you, but it's no. uncomfortable for sure. Yeah, you start getting claustrophobic at that point, you know? Yeah. Like, you ever see that video of that girl that's got, like, 100 T-shirts on and she's, like, hyperventilating? <laughs> like, I'd probably do that same shit. Yeah, that would dude. freak me out. I freak, get freaked out seeing that video of uh, Ethan Klein on the scooter in, like, 100 shirts. It's just, like, I, the thought of having to be cut out of that is insane. She just comes into a sister's room every month. McKenna, <laughs> can you get the skill saw? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't – I – um. That's, I mean, we were just talking about earlier not having a shirt under our sweatshirt, and we're talking about three stacked shirts at once. We're talking about a triple layer, a beefy triple layer T-shirt. There's exactly. no way. No not question. A chance. Not even a damn chance. All right. Got another chat question here right now. Um, click, click, click. Here we are down here. Oh, sorry. I lost it. Uh, here we go. The Dylan Malay one. Did you see that no, one? You, you, I think you read that one. Oh, I got. Yeah, I think you might ask another one in here. Oh, is it's, it not the Dream Podcast guest one? Oh no, it's not that one. Okay, ask it again. Let's okay, hear. Okay, I mean, Dylan. Not again. Let's hear the new one. My man, my man, Dylan. What's up? Can you tell me about your most embarrassing pubescent moment in high school? Ooh. Huh. I got one of those. If I may field it. I don't yeah, know go he, for it. Eddie's always been the peak of cool, so I don't know if he even has any, but I've got several. Yeah, I um, just kind of snapped my fingers, and I went from being uh, nine to twenty. So that was pretty cool. His penis grew ten inches that day, like the Grinch's heart. <laughs> I, I had the the Grinch like the the like X ray screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what's your story? Like the entire school sees it. Why do you pull up an X ray? You don't wait, need an X ray for that. Yeah, wait, also he's twenty one now. Like, is he not in our <laughs> class anymore? I'm dating like, him. I'm fourteen. What? I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go do calculus. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wipe the floor with you nerds now. Uh, anyway, I remember, uh, probably just the most pinnacle of just kind of lame, uh, kind of school dancey shit. We used to have this thing. It wasn't high school, but it was in eighth grade, uh, seventh and eighth grade. We had this thing called fun night, you know, and it's just like the dummy training wheels dance uh -huh. version of like a high school dance. And like, I wasn't even like really pursuing girls when I was in eighth grade. Like I, you know, I, I wasn't really there yet. Like I didn't have a girlfriend yet and shit. And uh, but it was just was that fun night. And I had just, you know, cause I was still in middle school technically. Right. I had played like two straight hours of like dodgeball in jeans and like a button up, you know, oh, Abercrombie man. and Fitch shirt, you know? Yeah. By the way, whenever there's like a dance night, when you're like from sixth grade to like eighth grade, why were they always like, you can dance. And there's also basketball and yeah. dodgeball. What what was that all about? Didn't want to feel left out. The cool thing was, though, for the fun nights is they'd let you into the computer lab and they would lift the parental blocker so you could play game websites Whoa, and shit. Oh, that's So awesome. that was pretty rad. Um, but anyway, it was like I was drenched in sweat. I was greasy, lanky Gus. And uh, a couple friends of this girl that had a crush on me came up and were just like, hey, this person, like, they really like you. You should dance with her and stuff. And I was like, I don't know, guys. My hair is all dripping with sweat and my body's all dripping with sweat and they were like dear i got a ball cap put this ball cap on i've got some axe dark chocolate we'll just spray it Dude, all over you I'll and just it was say, just whoosh 
we oh, have to acknowledge, even though it, it smells terrible, respect to Axe Dark Chocolate for being the smell of a generation. It was. It, it, it truly, was like the classy mode. Like it Axe truly was. was. It, Axe it, was starting to get that little, like, make fun of it, and they're like, fuck you, Dark Chocolate. Yep. Dark classy Chocolate now. Axe is probably one of the worst things ever, but it God did it fuel us and make us not smell like B.O. at least for years. But, that's yeah, true. you got the Dark Chocolate on, which that spray. That's Dude, I'd spray that on me, and I'd still put deodorant on. But like, what, what was I doing? Yeah, you know what, well, what was that exactly? I would, I would fucking. It was unreal. <laughs> and he was spraying like his fucking raid. <laughs> and then I'd walk through. <laughs> yeah, dude, you gotta do it. You do the little, little double pits of chesty over there. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I remember they added that. Also, can I say too for Axe? Their ad campaign when we were younger, and I know you'll this will resonate with you as well. When we were becoming, when we were going through puberty, the only men that were on TV were just these these hairless, uh, like Greek gods, and there was just no hair at all. And the second I got hair, I was like, oh no, yeah. And it seems like we're in a resurgence where where hairy guys are kind of okay again. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it. We're at the forefront of that movement. Good there. Yes. And because I would see those guys and I'd be like, dude, I'm screwed. I'm got some, some of my hair follicles have two hairs coming out of them, you know, <sighs> doubling I'm up on, already. Uh, yeah. And it's like my, my arms are hairy. My face was becoming hairy. It was not, I was panicked and I mean, it ended up working out. Damn choir here. Yeah. Guy. I'm good. I do trim mine down. Cause mine gets out of control. I hit puberty so ridiculously early that I literally started having armpit hair and a single like happy trail down from my belly button. It was very thin, but it was clearly like, you know, like chest hair when I was in fourth grade. Oh man. Fourth fucking grade. You know how mortified I was when you'd have to go like shirts and skins in basketball. Cause like, I was just like in my head, just like, oh, people are going to see just the fact that it was there. And even and like kids like that probably to it kind of. Probably. Exactly. And yeah. even like kids that probably weren't even intending to say mean stuff. Like I was in fucking fourth grade, you know, right, and it's like right, we go right. shirts and skins. And one of the kids on the team would be like, do you have, do you have belly hair? And I was like, yeah. And it would just destroy me. <laughs> like I was like, Dude. I didn't know. Well, I that's, just got fast tracked. That's what I didn't understand either. With with, uh, oh, and I'm not that everyone has an understanding in puberty though. So fifth grade for me, I didn't. So obviously now I have I have become this male body, right? I am not a, a thin guy. I've got tree trunk legs. You know what I mean? Like this is just yeah, who I've become. I and mean, I'm very happy in it. But when you're in fifth grade and you're a really skinny kid and your stomach takes that step first and you're just like, what is happening to me? And my diet didn't change. And then I just started getting bigger and I was like, what is going on? And I remember asking my mom, she's just like, it's it's puberty. And I didn't know I was headed to this, which I'm fine with, but it's just like, it's insane where it's just like, I remember that panic of being like, my body is out of control. Oh, I don't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> I remember. And now it's like, it's funny now, but at the time it's like, kind of like a, what the fuck were you thinking mom thing where I was probably in like fifth grade and I hit kind of a chubby stretch too, where like in my mind, I just was like, I had a bit of a gut and stuff. Like I was, I was not as filled out and stuff and, and, and n- nobody really like said anything. I just felt kind of self-conscious about it. But I remember I was at my grandma's house one time and my mom just was just like, yeah, you know, was referring to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, Gus, like, you're kind of chubby. 
And I had never heard oh, anybody say this. And my mom said it. And in my brain at the time, it was like such a cardinal sin. Like I was in fifth grade. I started crying. I was like, you can't say that. Are you fucking stupid? Like Dude, that's I, against the rules. Yeah. I remember I was on a uh, vacation with like, a, like my extended family and like family friends. And one of our family friends called out the fact that I was the chubbier twin in front of a lot of people. And I was just like, Phew. nope. Fuck you. Dude, years, years of damage that did. You don't forget that kind of stuff, dude. You don't forget no. it. It was, Yeah, um, it's just so stupid. Looking at my little chat boys over here. Mm-hmm. All right. You seen? I'm going to go up. You want to check recent? I'll go yeah, up. Seeing, uh, uh, Andy said, what founding father would be the easiest to take on in one-on-one uh, one -on -one fight and the hardest? All of them would be easy because they are dead. I would just have to punch down. So this is non-Romney edition, correct? So it's founding fathers? Okay. Just so definitely sometimes, no Mitt Romney. Okay. Just have to ask, you know, we're getting so into politics. It, when it said founding fathers, you wanted to clarify if Mitt Romney was in the play there. The I just didn't know. Republican yeah. nominee for president. Mitt well, it's just Romney. like they didn't say like Brown Moment 28 didn't say. I mean, whoever the fuck said Andy. that. <laughs> Andy didn't say that. Sorry, Andy. Love you. <laughs> they didn't say the time limit. So I just figured like maybe it ends like, you know, right after November 2012. I didn't know. So, I so was the found, you think the country was founded from 1776 to 2012 and then we're like okay let's start the country now that Mitt Romney is not the president yeah yeah because we're like it's been okay, long that's enough fair. Long no enough. that's fair uh that's again okay. not that I would have voted for him I wouldn't have I just was asking <laughs> you're just asking because for people who are unaware Gus thinks that 2012 Mitt Romney is hotter than 2012 Obama which is just wrong I am this is accurate this is just accurate. And I'm you saying say Obama is hot too. 2012 Obama was hot, but 2012 Romney was just a little bit hotter than I, him. I, I can't. I will die. <laughs> so. Completely apolitical. Would have voted for Obama. Who do you think is hotter right now? Right now? Romney still? I mean, you got to ask me. What? Let me, what? Let me see some pictures. Dude. Right. Mitt. This Romney. is still ridiculous. He ages like a goddamn fine Merlot. He ages wine. like milk, like Mormon like milk. milk. More like like Mitt, a goddamn griffin of beauty in this political landscape. Again, this is completely apolitical. I really disagree on some major party platform issues. The dude is just a looker, arguably. <laughs> dude, look at this guy. He's a fucking silver fox. How old is he right now? If if you show me that picture. And then you said, hey, Gus, guy in your hometown division, how old do you think this person is? I would say 47. You can't tell me that he looks younger than Obama right now, though. What? He totally looks younger than Obama right now. Dude, you got to see some video of Mitt Romney talking and some video of Obama talking. All right. 20, how old is Mitt, Mitt Romney, by the way, here? Mitt Romney. Click, click. Mitt Romney is. Give me some age here. Seven, dude, he's 73? Oh, fountain Dude, of eternal youth. I'm I'm not surprised by that age. I don't know. I'm shocked. Dude, it's I think somebody told the 40 foot lie to you about Mitt Romney being hot and you see a different Mitt Romney than the rest of us see. That's a, what are you talking about? He is arguably handsome as hell. The thing He's, is, I'm looking at Obama 2020, still mega handsome. But Romney still just barely I, got him beat, dude. I don't agree at all. Man, look at these two gentlemen that just look very handsome, though. Like we can. Both I will argue. say we have not had um, 
uh, such an attractive presidential run since 2012. Oh, no. We question. didn't know what we had. We, we spent all their attractiveness bucks on that election. We didn't we even like, know. We didn't even realize what was going on. <laughs> yeah, we were like, you guys don't realize how good this got. This won't happen for another hundred years. <laughs> we were like 14, 15, 16, and, and adults like, hey, appreciate this now. You won't have this hot of presidential candidates ever again. Exactly. Who else even ran in 2012? I don't remember. Um, uh, Doesn't matter. Dude, we had the top know. two lookers on top there. <laughs> Yo, I just saw a picture of Mitt Romney from like the 90s. Oh my God. He looks like a sitcom <laughs> dad. He comes on screen, you know, everything's going to work out for the main characters in this scene. <laughs> he calls out. Wait, so he's self-aware? He talks to the audience? Yeah, hey guys, yeah. Before you watch the scene, everything's going to work out in this scene. Anyways, he, I'm out of here. I'm he turns Romney. around. He's got a, he's got a pair of like Levi's jeans on. He just turns around and waddles away. <laughs> of course, his shirt would be tucked in too, yeah. like way too much. Oh Every single God. scene, he wears the same like brick red button up checkered shirt. <laughs> um, you got any more Twitter questions? Yeah, yeah. Here I go. <laughs> I got one here. Let me look at my oh, little drafts thing again. Uh, I mean, screenshots, not drafts. See, you can see the screenshots. We're not cheating. All right. At John Jay. Yeah, Curtis's warped faces on my phone. I don't get why Android does that, why it keeps faces around when you're on other apps. I don't understand the benefit. The floaty bubble over here? Yeah, because you could just go to the app anyways. And so why do I need a floaty face? I actually love that because it overlays over my other apps and it like doesn't pause video and it like keeps, if I'm typing in another area, it keeps that to have it there because then I could just swipe up and change back to the app that I was on. Maybe, but I got, I'm cooking at such a fast speed, Eddie. I don't have time to slow down. This is the beauty of the podcast. It's like, you know, it's the yin and the yang. We, we disagree on things. You know, the Barack and the Mitt. It's just, these things happen, man. Yeah. I'm so happy that I get to be Barack and you're the Yeah. In that statement, I am also now, (laughs) 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 I don't want to be Mitt of the podcast. (laughs) If I can just be Mitt of the podcast, physical physical looks edition. (laughs) All right. John J. Wallaby goes, my family gives me crap for liking corn on the cob, but not off the cob. Am I the weird one? No, actually, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm so in support of you. You you don't have to like corn off the cob, and that's okay. That's okay, dude. I have similar w- weird food shit like that where I love fresh broccoli. You couldn't pay me to eat fucking steamed broccoli. I mm. gag me with a spoon. That stuff is horrible. I don't dude, like it. I- I can't like that's that's one thing I totally understand too where it's like corn on the cob is different you're you're biting it off you know it's cooked different you got some butter and some salt mm-hmm. taking the corn off is a whole different game that's a whole different texture in your mouth by the way you're eating it that's exactly. like spoon or fork and just the softness yeah honestly no get out of here it. get out of here fuck out of here uh at kenny cranberry says i have a cousin who puts empty cans back into the cooler instead of throwing them away please oh. tell them how much of a psycho they are oh like wait we're oh. talking about like uh um we're talking about an actual cooler not like a, a fridge right i would assume so like you're on a camping so they're getting trip like or water and ice in it too what the fuck so they just toss it on top of where everyone else has to grab in what is wrong with this person I don't it understand. makes it worse for that person, too, because they have to go back and sift through garbage to get another drink. The thing is, I feel like 
I was raised in such a, a, a curb your enthusiasm, like Seinfeld mindset. And I believe you were too. Yes, where I, I wonder how somebody's habit like this starts. Like yeah. uh, we were roommates for two years. I, we don't have those things where it's, I'm never like, Hey guys. So Gus like throws pudding at the wall. Is that normal? Dude, I was just going to use a pudding analogy. That was really creepy, dude. Knock it. Okay. This guy right here. <laughs> okay. I okay. see you. I see you. Avatar, I see you. I see you. No, I see you too. <laughs> We've got webcams on. I see you. I just smell like scented candles was. Sorry. That's all right. No, that's, that's okay. <laughs> this Mediterranean fig. So dude, it'll just be great. I'll say to, um, having to do with like live shows, but even VidCon next year is just like actually seeing people again. Oh, oh man. Dude, yeah. Cause it's going to be the first thing that like everybody's at again, you know? That's true. I'm just saying. I love I can't, it. I can't wait to just go out onto the display floor and then just create a huge problem logistically for the, uh, for the whole VidCon staff yeah, and just my, make a scene. That would my be- question for the VidCon staff is can they um, like – so they tie up like our individually like all of our limbs and they just hang me and you on the convention floor. Yeah. And we're like, like um, what are the Muppets? The Muppets names, the two, the, uh, the, is it Statler, oh, Statler and, Waldorf? and Waldorf? Yeah. Yeah. We're them for VidCon. Where we're like those sh- that shirt with those pants, ah, ha, 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 ha. and then we're just like hanging there. You could just throw food up at us, splash water. Well, um, keep my my mouth open. So the thing is, one of us will have our mouths open at, at a time, and the other will be heckling. So that way, I can receive food while Eddie is like doing the work here. And then when Eddie's done, I will just baby bird shoot some. Food. Yeah, I got a better idea too. Um, wait, did you or did your mic unplug? I didn't hear you for a second. I think it did. Okay. He's got the same one sec. We're just, we're just waiting here. He got me with me with another one sec, which is great. Do it. That's two of them. Okay. That's great. I love that. Check, check. Can you hear me yeah. right now? Yeah, you're good. Okay, what I was cool. going to say That's is with the food, microphone. we got our, we got our, uh, our good old pal, William Osmond, right? Will. Yes. A potato cannon. Puts a bunch of like loose nutrients in there, like I don't know, like loose nutrients. I'm talking about like you just kind of grab like little bits of food that'll work, just like kind of a whole mess, like not a fruit salad, just like a nutrient salad. And then he he stuffs it, he stuffs it down with you know when they have the potato cans, they have those like poles to stuff it down. And then he just one of us, you're heckling, and then while your mouth is open for heckling, nutrients right in your mouth. Again, I hate the phrase loose nutrients. What are we like? What is that? Just like compost pile shit or no, no, it's like you just find some nutrient heavy foods and you just sprinkle them in. Just like little bits of strawberry, corn, almonds, almonds out of a fucking potato can, almonds (laughs) and yeast. (laughs) Oh, 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 you're knocking out full teeth. (laughs) Are these unsalted? Yeah, that's the worst part. You're missing teeth. Oh, honey roasted. <laughs> All um, right. Click, click. I've got one here for you, Eddie. You ready? Yep. At Tummy Oliver said, what is the worst thing you've accidentally spilled inside of your car? Love the podcast, boys. Um, one time, well, one time I remember I was, this isn't my car, but I was, um, in elementary school and I had to go to the eye doctor frequently. I had, pretty bad eyes when i was a kid i was cross-eyed and i needed bifocals as well 
Um, and so my eyes have been since corrected to a degree since I was a child, but I had to go to the eye doctor all the time. So I was getting out of school early for an eye doctor appointment, but it was also one of my friend's birthdays. He gave out this really big cupcake with a ton of sprinkles on it, like way yeah. too much. And, um, and I, I, my dad usually allowed no food in the car, but I walked up and I said, dad, I can throw out this cupcake or I could bring it in. I won't eat it in the car, but I'll eat it later. And he said, okay. yeah, that's totally fine. And I stepped into the car and my first step, I tripped and the whole cupcake went frosting down and the sprinkles went poof and oh. just spread across the car. And I remember my dad being a real sport about it, but just being like, oh, I'm dumb. Like, I think I was in like second grade, but I remember thinking like, that was stupid. Like what I just did was a dumb thing. Oh man, that's heartbreak too right there, dude. The full cupcake fuck like that. God yeah. damn it. I remember when I was a young kid, every summer we would dread this day because it would hit us out of nowhere when we were kids. This is the least relatable thing ever. It's going to be very Johnson-esque. Uh, my mom would just wake us up and be like, hey, everybody get up. It's strawberry day. And we're like, fucking hell, dude. And we would go to this strawberry farm. Like, inherently, it sounds pleasant. But we'd go to this nice, beautiful strawberry farm that was like an hour and a half away from our house. And we would spend the entire day out in these fields. They would give us pallets. And we would just be on our hands and knees picking strawberries, all the Johnson kids and stuff right, with my okay. mom. And it sucked. Because you're a kid, and it's a summer day. And mom never gave us a heads up. It was just like... It's strawberry day and we go and it would be like hours in the sun of just picking strawberries on the ground and stuff like they section off part of the path and then you have to go and just pick through it. And I remember one time we were coming back from the strawberry place because my mom legit gets like the year's worth of strawberries at one time, like pounds and pounds of and these. And it just freezes things. them? It freezes them all. Yeah. We, and that's the worst part is then the next day you have to wash them all, take the cores off and put them in like old Jif oh. peanut bar, butter, like jugs and shit. And she'd keep them in the freezer. Fuck that noise. Um, but one time we had all these pallets precariously stacked in the car and we were driving home and like my mom had to slam on the brakes and we just had thousands of fresh picked strawberries poof, just go everywhere in the oh, car. Oh no. We had to just pick these stupid things out of the seats and on the floor. And like, luckily it wasn't like my personal car. I was a dumb idiot baby kid, uh -huh. but like, I had to pick these. I just was picking strawberries all day and I had to pick them out of this goddamn Ford did Expedition. You, did you keep them and wash them off? Oh, Is yeah, that, of course. Okay. We did. Mama Johnson. I mean, hell, it could be squished in the pavement. She'd go, oh, scrape that off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a strawberry mold. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll reform it. She's giving like CPR to the strawberry. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. I think I got, uh, we got time for, I think, one or two more here. I'd say one last question. Yeah. All right. We got one that's, oh, this is perfect, Eddie. At Pregunta account. Whoa. Uh, okay. That. Smart. Uh, at Pregunta account asks, as non-real estate professionals, what advice would you give to somebody trying to get into the real estate business? That's uh, a great question. Thank you. Dude. Um trying to get into the real estate business. I don't, uh, Make sure when you have an open house, have lots of cookies out there yes and don't have them be um, like plain sugar cookies without frosting nobody wants those the kind with the like crystallized sprinkles that's kind of just like a double yeah. strikeout don't put those yeah out. not not that at all um don't do that i i think maybe uh make you could definitely so show the houses when people want you to 
That's okay. one thing that's really important. So if they say, hey, I want to buy a house, you take them to houses that are also for sale. And so you show and you ask them like, hey, do you want a toilet? And they go, yeah, I would love that. And then you show them only houses with like toilets. Did and you, so that's pretty much kind of the benchmark, what you need to do as a real estate agent. So wait, here so you like, guess, I'll be the real estate agent. You be, you be my client. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I was confused by the toilet thing. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how this okay. shapes out. Okay. okay. Hey, welcome to uh, Eddie Burback's uh, real estate. Uh, you looking for a house? Yep. I'm just looking for like a standard kind of townhouse. Standard townhouse. What yep. kind of, what kind of neighborhood? Just like, you know, something chill, something with a school close by. Um, that's, downtown? Do you say in downtown, close to the beach? Uh, well, I wasn't saying either of those things. Um, cool. But so is, I'm going to just jot down downtown and close to ooh. the beach. Um, I didn't. Can I just so get we're some? looking at uh, high rise apartments around like Michigan Avenue. Is that all right? Like near Navy Pier? I, ooh, sorry, I'm kind of a slow talker, so you have to excuse me. Um, not only did I not want downtown or by the beach, but now we're talking Michigan Ave high-rise apartment. That's kind of an 0 for 4 on my uh, qualifications So here. I'm thinking the perfect – so who's going to stay at the place? I will, and my family will be there. How big is your family? Um, we're uh, pretty – you know, it's me and my wife and, like, a kid and a dog. Okay. Um, can I have a name? Uh Gus, I guess. Okay. Uh, a little narcissistic. Name your kid after yourself. What? Um, no. But anyways, <laughs> uh, studio, uh, studio apartment in a high-rise apartment. I don't want that. No, uh, I don't want either Overlooking of those. the bean. Is that what – so that would be, I think, the perfect – there's great schools by the, in the bean. So you've said the beach. Now you're saying the bean. Is this just kind of like word association? So or that like they're, I don't want either all of those things. They're, they're closest. Those aren't close at all, dude. They're pretty close. Know. You'd be surprised. Um, okay. so we're, we're actually, um, so I'm seeing maybe 50 yard line at soldier field. Is that 15 bedroom of apartment? I three bathrooms, one toilet. It's <laughs> 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 a fucking like movie pitch. <laughs> three bathrooms. one toilet. All right. That's the podcast. Right. That's our, that our only live podcast ever. And it was uh, actually really exciting and cool to do. And we didn't mess up, which is Yeah, awesome. look at that. We did um, it. Thank you, everybody, for watching us and supporting us. We hope to see you in real life or even on our own podcast channel when all the shit's done. Uh-huh. Um, and also, uh, wait, so we also, I wanted to add that um, you can continue a discussion on VidCon's official Discord. Um, and so I, I guess that's it for your boys. Absolutely. Stick around. I think there, there's more content from some other good people here. Bye, everybody. Love you. Goodbye.